Welcome to the Weekly Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Graham. The latest poll from Reuters, 47% of Americans want Congress to try again on mm-hmm. repealing and replacing right. Obamacare. 37% do not. Fred Barnes, which percent are you in? Well, I think there's even a higher percent. I'm on the 47% plus because I think there's a higher percentage of actual Republicans around the country who would like to try them again. As it turned out, the Freedom Caucus, when they were the uh, the folks, you know, the most conservative of the Republicans in the House, 30 or or more of them, uh, and they really were responsible for Republicans not having a majority and this huge embarrassment to the party, to Trump, uh, to Paul Ryan, the House Speaker. But a lot of them took a lot of grief when they went home. Uh, they weren't expecting that. They thought they were going to be heroes, and right. it turned out they were skunks. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and so for that, that's only one of the reasons, but it's probably the biggest one why they're going to try again. Now, I, there's a question about, well, do you try on the same bill, or do you or do you have a different one? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you tinker with it in significant ways. And well, I, let me stop you right mm-hmm. there before we get to the details of the okay. smart way to go forward. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that they were skunks? Is it because, as many people have speculated, that more and more the Republican base is becoming a Trump base? That is, that they identify mm-hmm. with him. They either see him, if not as a champion, yep. they're glad he's there mm-hmm. to, to stick it to the bad guys. Mm-hmm. And because these conservatives with the strong conservative base yep. crossed Trump, yeah. the voters said, you know what? I appreciate all your talk about, you know, whatever Von Mises mm-hmm. and all this small government mm-hmm. stuff. Your job is to get Trump's back. Yeah. Well, that's part of it. Uh, okay. I, it's not all of it, but it's part of it. It's an important thing. They don't. Uh, they want Trump to succeed. Normal Republicans who probably weren't for him in the primaries mm-hmm. uh, are now for him, and they want him to succeed. After all, he is a Republican, at least nominally. But there are other reasons why they want it. Look, when you look at the bill. Two out of three things were very good, uh, one of them being uh, that you repealed Obamacare. Right. Another one being is you, you reformed Medicaid right. in the most significant way it has ever been reformed. Of course, then you had the bill. Well, the, the replacement was the problem, <laughs> the, uh, the what's replacing sure. Obamacare. Now, that has to be improved, or at least improved to get in a way that attracts a majority of the voters, but uh, Republican voters, um, and that can be done uh, as long long as you don't as long as you lose 10 members of the freedom caucus rather than 30 so do you think that freedom caucus members who stood up and said never I shall mm-hmm. not cross this bridge or mm-hmm. ready to swim across the river well I think some of them are you know you'd rather be uh, safe across the river than be <laughs> back where you were and a pariah right so uh, is it was it significant that Congressman Ted Poe left that other members mm-hmm. are considered leaving do you think that's about it or is it really you've got to get on board with team Trump in this environment? Because that's what the Republican voters want. Yeah, Republican voters want this, and whether it's Team Trump or not, uh, uh, you blew it. Because two out of three parts of it of the deal were good, and and the uh, and the third one can be tinkered with anyway. I've got some more questions for you, Fred, because I'm always excited when I get you on the podcast. But you know what? I'm also excited because I'm going to be going to the Broadmoor mm-hmm. this year for the upcoming event. Mm-hmm. You've been to those events. What happens at the Weekly Standard Summits at the Broadmoor? You know, it's a great time, a great hotel. I mean, it's amazing it's what gorgeous. Phil Anschutz has done. The hotel. Was uh, was getting a little uh, a little uh, long in the tooth. Uh, long in the tooth is one way of putting it, and <laughs> and he has changed it dramatically. I mean, it is really fun. 
And look, this is a thing where you're not lost at sea for a week, but you're mm-hmm. only there over a, a long weekend. Sure. So I think there's a lot to be said for it, and I'm I'm looking forward to going again this year. Well, what impressed me, and my first one, and why I'm glad to go back, is when I'm at these events and I see you and Bill Crystal and Charles Cranhammer, and you're talking to the people. Some of these things sure. where the people who come are like out, you know, in the cattle call oh, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, everyone's yeah. there. I, I saw you getting lapelled a couple of times yeah. and well, asked about your position on Trump, et cetera. You know, it's so easy to talk to these people because they love us. <laughs> 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 That's well, why they're there. Well, love may be too strong, but they're there because they like the magazine. Sure. They like a lot of them. They like Fox News, right. and they and they agree with us. And so, you know, they want to chat with us. And since we're there at a hotel, they have a great opportunity to go one on one. And it's absolutely gorgeous setting. No. And the best, one of the other best parts is hanging out with other people from around the country yeah. who share mm-hmm. these interests. Yeah. Some of the mm-hmm. conversations mm-hmm. I had at the cocktail, mm-hmm. well, the part I remember because there's a point where I pass out. The parts I remember are great. <laughs> People yeah. are so smart. Yeah, I know they so are. Things. Yeah, yeah, they know what it's they believe in, and uh, and they mostly believe in what we believe in. Well, we've got a weekly standard summit coming up at the Broadmoor, June fifteenth through the eighteenth. Bill Crystal, Fred Barnes, Charles Crudhammer, Steve Hayes, uh, Selena Zito, Kimberly Strauss of the Wall Street Journal, Ken Starr, and you can get all the details and tickets at weeklystandardevents.com. That's weeklystandardevents.com. Oh. And I'll be there, too. Now, do the Republicans come back with a big bill? or Because mm-hmm. we now have heard talk about, well, hey, maybe we'll slice and dice it up. Your colleague, yeah. Bill Crystal, mm-hmm. on this podcast yep. has said several times that what they should have done from day one was just done Medicaid reform yeah. because Medicaid is the heart of what they've done and mm-hmm. say, look, this is repealing Obamacare. We're yeah. f- taking this yeah. part out and then mm-hmm. deal with the other stuff piecemeal later yeah. down the road. I don't is that think what they, you're hearing? Uh, no. no. I, okay. I don't think you could pass that. That's the problem. Uh, think of the uh, number of Republican states, Ohio being one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think Michigan's another one. There are plenty of Pennsylvania's one. Uh, states with a lot of Republicans where Medicaid, uh, the Medicaid expansion was accepted. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are getting uh, Medicaid money who weren't before, you know, hundreds of thousands. So I think that would be hard to do it that way. Uh, I'd be for it if it could pass. But, but do you I don't, don't think, think sending it, it back to the states, I mean, the argument for the Medicaid reform, for setting aside the politics, mm-hmm. the pragma- pragmatic mm-hmm. part is, okay, we're going to give you this kind of like a, almost like a per capita model, yeah. send you the money, give you lots of room to mm-hmm. move around. You can use yep. vouchers. You mm-hmm. can set up your own pay scale. You don't think that that would net either better coverage, set, in other words, more happiness back home mm-hmm. if the Republican governors overseeing it? Do you think that it would be pain? Uh, the Republican governors don't want that. Okay. You know, they just they, want the money. Yeah, they just want the money. <laughs> okay. And, uh, uh, now, maybe some of them would like it because they'd have much more uh, authority sure. over Medicaid and how the money's spent and so on. But uh, um, anyway, I think you have to go back to something similar to the uh, the plan we uh, that was there, the loss, but, uh, but not too similar. <laughs> you have to change it some. I mean, there was... There was a reason why it lost. Now, the uh, the people in the Freedom Caucus wanted uh, uh, things to be done that couldn't pass. But uh, but anyway, uh, if you can get them back just uh, because they're embarrassed now, you know, take it. So the uh, one one idea is slice and dice, pick mm-hmm. out slices, yeah. push them through. The other side that I've heard is forget this nonsense about the Senate parliamentarian and mm-hmm. trying to craft the bill. Just look, just pass what you want that that mm-hmm. makes the Republican uh, you know, caucus as a group happy. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about that. Let the Senate worry about it. Make yeah. the parliamentarian rule. Mm-hmm. Make the senators get in the fight. Mm-hmm. Basically, dump it in their yard and yeah. run away. Yeah. Is, is anyone talking about doing that? No, of course they are. I, I mean, some, <laughs> and particularly the, the the Freedom Caucus members, but a lot of conservatives were too, ones who weren't for that before, but then have come around to thinking that's a uh, a, a, a good idea. And then you know what? 
they sober up the next morning ah, and realize we got to get something passed and and maybe we can uh, uh, do it. We know that's not going to pass us, and we can right. we can give it to the Senate. <laughs> and that'll be the end of it. Remember, it's sure. it's like the gang of eight immigration bill. Well, right. we'll, we'll pass it and then send it to the House, and then <laughs> it vanished. You know, you mm-hmm. you 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 really want to pass something. Okay, but uh, this is my South Carolina public school education speaking, okay. Fred Barnes. In civics, I thought it was the House sends something over, the Senate can wail away on it all yeah. they want, and mm-hmm. then you do that reconciliation thing sure. where you come back together. Mm-hmm. So they send over you know, this impossible bill, the Senate mm-hmm. chops it up, sends back something they don't like, and then mm-hmm. you meet in the middle. That that wouldn't work in this case? No, uh, it might, but I I think that's probably not the best way of getting okay. something to work, but that, you know, or you could just uh, send some, pass a bill, send something over there, and they pass something different, and then you have a conference. Right. You know, they get together and they talk about it. It'd be hard to do it that way, but, but you know, maybe they could. I think the most important point is that, at the moment, is that they're going to try again. Okay. I've thought all year long that what Trump and Republicans need is to go three for three. And that means passing uh, an Obamacare uh, repeal and replace, uh, passing the tax reform, tax cut bill, and confirming uh, Judge Gorsuch's, uh, uh, Gorsuch. Uh, yeah, two out of three uh, is is pretty good, but it doesn't make for a triumphant year. But You left he, out uh, the big infrastructure spending. Yeah, Isn't that going to re-elect Trump when all those highway dollars start pouring out of the sky? You throw that into the tax bill in uh, hopes of attracting some Democrats to uh, a tax cut okay. bill that otherwise they wouldn't support. So you buy the infrastructure plus tax reform mm. model. Well, because the, I do for this reason. The tax reform model <laughs> won't get through on its own <laughs> because there'll be some Republican dissenters. You really do need some Democrats. Mm. Ideally, you want things to be bipartisan right. anyway, but uh, uh, I, I think you need to do that. Some of us are old enough, uh, Michael, to remember tax reform of 1986. You know, it was probably the last great triumph of bipartisanship. Uh Gee, I'd, I'd like to see a little bit more of that, maybe an example or two. One last question for you. You say we need uh, the bills to move forward. They need to be modified so they mm-hmm. can win. you got to think about victory at the end. Mm-hmm. Do we need a different Donald Trump to get that done? We saw mm-hmm. a Donald Trump who was hands-off until the end. Yeah. Then he kind of came in. Lots of one hundred percent. Remember, said lots of pushing, you know, mm-hmm. joking and threatening, yeah. and then sending mm-hmm. in Steve Bannon yeah. to say, "Look, you got no choice. Yeah. You're voting for this." Yeah, that look. That's not a. That's, that's not a good not argument. Look, you got to argue on the merits of the bill. You know, I remember when Ronald Reagan would do this, and other presidents too, and uh, Obama and Clinton and and both of the Bushes. You have you you can't just say you can't just say, "Hey, buddy." <laughs> You got to pass this. They didn't have a Steve Bannon to work with. Yeah, that was the Obama approach. Steve Bannon's a smart guy. I was sorry to see him quoted as as taking that approach because it obviously was not going to work and and didn't work. You need to be a a little craftier than that. Yeah, telling uh, people in a deliberative body that there will be no debating around here is like that scene in Dr. Strangelove. Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. (laughs) You know, I think they're missing the point. So I'll ask again. Okay. Will the Trump that we saw be able, if they come around with another pass on the health care bill, to get it passed? Or should we see a different Trump? Who's the Donald Trump who can help push this over the line? The Donald Trump is uh, a Donald Trump who can use an argument, knows about the bill and tells you why it's important, not that you just have to pass it. Say, look, we got to get this Medicaid stuff. There are things you may not like in the replacement of Obamacare, but, you know, we've corrected it a lot. And, and, And besides... 
re- repealing it by itself uh, is just a joy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fred Barnes bringing a little bit of joy into our lives. Thanks for joining us for the podcast. You're welcome.